What's going on, guys? KT here. This is day three. July Squad recordings in the next three days. I don't know how many July Squad recordings I'm going to get. I don't have anybody really on the app that is from July. Uh, I got Aaron, I got JM, I got Hustle, and David. But that's it. I'm going to play one call of art, and I'll talk to you guys a little bit later. There he is. There I am. Hey, what's going on, guys? KT Touch Talks here. We're going to have a new but also new branded guest coming on the show. You guys might know him from IM Radio. Give it up for our Keep It Real. There it is. Thank you very much. What a wonderful, wonderful introduction there, KT. I do appreciate it. Thank you very awesome. much. <laughs> nah, no problem, Art. Thank you for uh, coming on the show today. And I guess the first question, the improv interview here, what is the Art Keeping It Real brand? What's it about before we dive into today's topic? Art Keeping It Real. I got to say, after trying so many different um, types of podcasts, different types of um, video, uh, media sources, different things I was trying this last year, everything I was trying just honestly didn't fit who I genuinely was. And um, everybody knows that rule. Don't even attempt to dive into something new if it ain't genuine to you. I kind of made that up on the fly there. I like but that. The truth is, if it's not genuine to you, don't even try it. And we know what happens in those cases. And we could even remember back when we were younger in school and always trying to pretend you're someone else. It just, it ends up not working. So all last year, man, was, was, was it, I was in a creative state trying to figure things out. But here's what really, really, uh, I think, what tapped into something in my mind, in my heart, in my spirit was after trying so many things and being involved heavily in the media space and seeing what's out there, I started to actually look further, man, into not even just myself anymore. I was looking at what's happening in the world, basically. And when you start to see the stuff that people are posting on Instagram, the craziness that's happening around the world, there's no filters anymore, which is great that there's no filters on things. But you know what's scary is the stuff that's coming through right now really got me. And so then I started to tap into myself at that point and realizing, hey, man, this world is beautiful. But the truth is a lot of things are happening, KT. So what felt natural and normal to me was not the, the judging of what's happening, but simply looking at things as they were happening. And I just had enough, man. And so that, that prompted me and pushed me to keep it real, keep it real with myself and keep it real with everyone. Like, hey, dude, if we, do, we do not stop what's happening. If we do not make a change on what's happening, it's only going to progress for the worse. And so that's where it really came into, into play was keep it real. And, and um, the best way I can honestly live my life, KT, and anyone that knows me personally in my life, man, is, is just keep it real, dude. Keep it real, Art. Keep it real. Like if I'm going to put some product out there, if I'm going to put content out there or myself out there, I have to be honest with, with everyone and how I'm, I'm living. I don't want to sound like a motivational speaker. I don't want to sound preachy. I don't want to sound like the next trend or being involved in the next trend. And I'm not living that way. It was so uncomfortable for so many years to try to please everybody and what's hot. I've not been one to do that. But this time I said, no, man, if I want the best for the world, then I'm going to have to show everybody how I'm really doing it. 
And so that's really where it all took off. I hope that wasn't too long, but I, I just, I'm long winded. My wife says, man. So there you go. I like, it. I love it. Yeah, no, I definitely, you got to keep it real. End of the day, we're just trying to do things in the world to just foster an audience, you know, and, and the more we speak out about real truth, the more we speak out about what's going on in today's world, we'll get there. But we're going to talk about a little bit something about, I know we talked a little bit this on a precursor of the live yesterday, we went on Instagram live. Right. And the generational gap. If you want to introduce the topic and then I'll give my advice and thoughts as we progress. Yeah, you know, it was interesting yesterday. We just kind of came off the cuff, went off the cuff on what we were discussing on these interesting times. And again, it comes back to what I'm what I'm expressing is keeping it real. I have been watching all last year, and it's been going on obviously this last year, maybe even before that, 2016, 17, now 18, is is all the heat that millennials are catching, man. And it's easy for generations and just the everyday person, if you're consumed by everyday life, you're going to fall into the trap of what's going on. And if you're not open-minded and you're not watching what's going on, it's easy to be trapped in the narrative. And it's just the, this whole baby boomer against millennial thing. And I got sick of it, man. And I, I've been one to take a deep look mm-hmm. in and always understand things and process them versus just give my opinion in two cents right in the moment of something happening. You got to process things. Everybody does, man, and, and kind of tap into yourself and say, okay, how am I going to look at this? And uh, I got sick of it, man. And so the truth is I don't really see any good points or value coming out of um, them saying things about millennials the way they are. There's no valid facts on what they're saying about millennials. So, I mean, if you want to start off on that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll take it from here. Yeah, I think, I think there really is no generational gap. To be honest with you, I feel like we, we'll talk about this about the older generation a little bit later, but I feel like there's a lot of people. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say the standard, but there's a lot of young people out who are doing many great things. And I think the fact of the matter is the more great things we put into the atmosphere, the better it'll get. You know, and, and I look at everybody around talking about the generational gap. We can learn from each other. You know, I can learn from you, I can learn from younger, I can learn from older. And age really is just a number. And the more we can work together and seize the opportunity, and many people talked about this in the comments, we can we're all part of this human cell, right? We're all these little cells. And when you meet a cell for the first time, yeah, it does take some uh it takes some things, you know, working. I understand there's, there might be a barrier, but once you start going deep down into it, it's not that bad at all. And when you really look at it, it's just communication. And it is key. And if we can communicate and we can make it happen to where we all work together in unison as possible and spread positive energy, the, the generational gap will be a thing of the past. But start with that. We have to start building. And you guys, as the millennial generation, I feel they built the foundation. And we talked about how we should also, as the next generation, just keep growing that. And then whenever the next crew comes along, they'll take us to incredible heights. That's what, that's what I thought of it. Definitely. Um, some of the points that I've been, I've been wanting to make, I can go either way and start off uh, against the baby boomers or uh, in favor of the millennials, if, if you want to say it that way. But I'll start by saying that some of the points that they try to make on millennials just honestly don't have any ground. There's no foundation behind it. It, yeah. it just comes from an angry point 
And um, I get what they're trying to say, but it's not coming off with any validation. So millennials are being targeted that they're, we all hear it, that they're lazy and they don't want to do anything and it's easy for them and they just want it easier. That makes no sense to me at all. In the beginning, it sounded cute. And yeah, you know what? Maybe that's true. But they don't really justify it. There's no ground for it. So lazy in the sense of why? Because things have gotten easier thanks to technology. Uh, I, I, I can say, yeah, I agree with that part. But right. that's, just, that's just the way it's going to work forevermore now that we're in this era. Anyone before this era, yeah, it was tough. And I grew up observing that, man. You know, in order to talk to somebody, you had to go to a payphone if you were out and about. And you had to put 25 cents, 35 cents a call. You had to dial the number and then make the call, wait for them to pick up. Uh, I, you know, you, then you went to pagers. Like, I get it. Now you have a computer in your, in, in your pocket. And to make a call, I mean, you could even just, you know, call out the phone. Hey, Siri, or hey, Google, call such and such. Yeah. It has gotten easier in any which way you want to look at it. But that does not mean that they're just born lazy. But let's take it a step further. I don't want to get too deep, but let's just be real with what's going on. Now, things have gotten easier probably because they made it easier. The baby boomers have made it easier because they love their children as they were infants growing and whatnot. Now, I have children. This is the reason I can see what they did. Sometimes you can overprotect your child. Sometimes you can over want the best for your child and what happens now is you nurture them so much that maybe just maybe you didn't teach them how to clean the kitchen maybe you didn't teach them how to clean their room because you love your child look man i'm guilty of that myself i still find myself doing more for my children than i have ever done for myself or my parents did for me so I know I'm going to pay for it if I don't correct it. If I was to continue doing everything for them, at some point, my child's going to pay for it later when he gets married and, is, and the wife calls him out and says, hey, man, you're lazy. You don't ever pick up your, your underwear from the ground or your socks. That's because I always cleaned his room, and so I made it wrong. Now, that's, that's on a micro level. Let's take a look at the, the macro is simple. Baby boomers then, yes, they were working their butts off to try to provide and doing what they did. It was a lot tougher, the, the building of the industri industrial complex, just everything. I get it. Uh, the problem is, is, is they may have overprotected and corrected so much that the, they made it so much easier for, for the millennial as when they, were when they were children at home still. You can't blame them that they're just lazy. It just doesn't work that way. Now, let's take it one step further. But baby boomers, when they were little, now a lot of millennials don't know this because they weren't around them, but I've always been one to observe, and I always spoke to my grandparents and great-grandparents when they were around. In the 1900s, 1910, 1920, early 1900s, it was rough in this country in America. It was rough because they transitioned from living in, in log cabin style type of you know, America to now let's build manufacturing, industrial style. They used to grind my great-grandparents, grind them. And I'm sure everybody else who had great-grandparents, if you ask them, they, it was harsh. You weren't even making but maybe a few cents on the dollar for minimum wage. 
And the bosses of these companies, these major corporations, when they were in the, in the plants, they used to check up on you, how you were living. And if you weren't living right, uh, they would fire you. So you had to live a certain way, told to do things a certain way. The narrative then was pushed, you better live this way. So it was really rough for them, and I get it. Then the baby boomers were their children, and they had it rough growing up. Their parents, you know, wouldn't even talk at the table. They were so tired from the jobs, and you had the war, war, one. I mean, look, it was chaotic in America back then. And, and people were being sold the American dream around that time. Because, you know, manufacturing started and whatnot. So baby boomers did have it rough. I get that point, that, that point. But that doesn't mean that now, since America is where it's at, we can't say thank you to the baby boomers. and the Baby boomers, as I was telling you today, I think are just angry. Because let's just be honest, man. The age that they're in, they're on their way out. They're not in their mid-prime of years of living. And so I understand, and we all have to understand psychologically, man, that might be triggering the negative things that come out of their mouth towards millennials. I mean, you want to touch on that? Yeah. I mean, it's negative energy, right? And I think, I think there's definitely generations where some might think, hey, we have this way. And it's like, why can we? Is, is it jealousy? Is it they're, they're a little bit? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like they know they're at the last stage. And we talked about how, I think you said, what, 15, max 10, 15 years for that? <laughs> Just about 10, yeah. 15 years. And, and and I think you even said yourself, when you get to that age, you want to you live your life to where you just enjoy and try new things. And that's, that's right. Sometimes it's just the stubbornness. The stubbornness is just, it's unfortunate. I feel like when you get stuck in your ways, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to get stuck in your ways. When you get stuck in your ways, when you start seeing these things, when you start looking at things from a different perspective, it's like you've been used to it all your life. And that's what's the thing. It's like, why change now? But for as as millennials and, and the next Gen Z, whatever the case may be, we need to start now by teaching, like you said, with your son. Yeah, you might pick up your stuff and all that, but in reality... If you could just focus and hold it on that balance and we find the balance because they also learn about what they do from mistakes and what they learn from and just experience life and create positive energy going through the system, that's going to make this machine look very well at the end of the day. And I say machine because in reality, society is like a machine. You know, it, it, it needs to be pampered. It needs to be, it needs to be taught. It needs to be experienced, tested, the whole nine. But in reality, if we can make this to where we don't have to test it too much in the sense that, hey, you know, let's test a little bit. And we don't have to over-test. We don't have to under-test. As long as we find – if we can try to find a perfect balance of energy, balance of thoughts, balance of mindset, that's what's going to really shine at the end of the day. But I can clearly see where you're going with the older generation who, unfortunately, they just haven't – they haven't had the the ease of the technological, technological space. They haven't had the ease of modifications. They had to learn – Right. Definitely. Uh, I think, you know, what's funny is I think it's about to get even easier. You, as you were saying that um, with what's going on with SpaceX and, and going to Mars and oh. all this wonderful technology we got going on, I totally get it. You got to think baby boomers were programmed really heavily, heavily in their childhood when the TV came out, man. 
they were programmed so hard that they don't even believe now that they're at their age that they're at past their prime that they believe the moon landings may have been fake. Like I, I get it all now when you really think and look at this, their technology was the TV, the tube. And that's how this country was built. Again, we take it a step further. Everything was built on consumerism. Now, they had it tough, and I say rough, because the way that they were taught anything was through life experience and the tube, the TV, man. And whatever they fed them, that the American dream was this, buy the home. The American dream was go to college and buy this, this, uh, these cars, uh, become a stockbroker, and if you're not on Wall Street, you're nothing. And if not, you better go have a factory job like, look, man, I totally get it. And I have a lot of empathy towards baby boomers. But if they don't stop and look, which, by the way, they probably won't. Something came into mind. The age that they're at, it's hard for them to tap into themselves and have a soft side. All those years of regret of what they didn't do and they couldn't do and they were pulled back and held back from doing and all these missed marks and failures, I get it, is not going to allow them to grow in their mind and in their spirit and say, hey, man, instead of us looking at our new generation that's about to take over the world and, and is the future of the world, why not help them? Why not give them wisdom? Why not try and make things easier for them? Instead, they want to make things harder for them. But at the end of the day, they're just humans and they can't push back what's about to come. They can't push back the system. They're having a hard time acclimating to the technology. That just shows you something. So there's a major disconnect from that generation and this generation because one is pushing back and one is trying to go forward. And uh, I'll be honest, man, at the end of the day, if, if it's from the wrong place and you're trying to do the wrong thing, you can't beat the system. As they say, the darkness can't beat the light as well. Oh, yeah. Fortunately for them, yes, man, I'm going to keep it real. This is where it comes from is they have 10 years, 15 years max. If I was at their age, man, I'm going to be 38 this year. And I tell people, I feel like I'm 18 energetically wise, but mentally I feel like I'm 68. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find myself being more mature than some of these uh, baby boomers. Because I grew up around so many older people, so many adults around my age when I was young, that I was able to mature quick. But here's the thing I was about to say was, I don't, I don't really see them um, trying to enjoy these last 10, 15 years. If I was their age, I would find myself living every second and enjoying it and maybe pass a couple words of wisdom to my children's children, to whoever I see that might just want a piece of knowledge. Versus taking knowledge away and dying with it. And I see a lot of that happening, man. So millennials really honestly are on the right path. If you really take a deep look, sure. Listen, man, in every race, in every country, in every system, in every whatever you want to call it, there will always be bad. There will always be good. So you can't just say because you see one bad thing that it ruins and spoils the bunch. It's just not how it works. Um, so unfortunately that, that generation's about to die off. And once it does, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like it's going to be a, a lot, much lighter. <laughs> it's going to feel a lot less intense. Um, it's sad to say, but that, that disconnection kind of, kind of bites, but at the same time, listen, man, I think, I think they're getting tired. They're, they're starting to drag, uh, you know, a little, a little more. And so these millennials, I think they're going to really surpass and really, Push. Now, here's, here's what's funny, KT. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know where I fit into this whole thing. I don't think they've ever brought anything up. They, they say if I'm born in 1980, because I'm about to be 38, I, I fall into the, the, the millennial category, but right. no one's ever said, hey, what about the 30, the 30, oh, the 40 year olds? Like, I don't know what group I belong to. I know I'm okay. pro millennial. That's all I don't know, man. What about the, uh, there's a quick, so what about the, um, it's a Generation X. What is that year? Is that, is that an actual thing? I know Generation X is like in the middle, right? You, you know what sucks is uh, I, I think that that exists and I think that's real somewhere in a category there and that's what they labeled us. But they kind of just blew over us like, oh, that's Gen X. Leave them alone. They're just like whatever. They're the, they're the accident generation. <laughs> I have no idea, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's funny to I was gonna say, I feel, I feel like there's like a crossroads right there. But yeah, you can get. No, it, it's it's funny to me on, on that. Uh, no, you never hear anything about Gen X, man. Yeah. At all, and uh, that kind of bites. I mean, we're we're like that that cousin that's a part of the family, and he is invited to the barbecue, and if he shows up, he shows up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, we're going to take a quick break, guys, because we got to just go to commercial break, get some water here on the KT Touch Talk show. We'll be right back with Art Keep It Real. Art, any uh, words before we go to commercial break? We're going to continue this in a second. No, man, I'm going to grab some water as well. That sounds good. Fountain of youth. Let's do it.